Somebody has been waiting for me to come online. Somebody has been monitoring when I will come online.
testimony. I'll sing my testimony. Try to shake me up. 
Y'all give it up for the legendary Cody Cox. Good evening, everybody. How you doing? Let me know how you're doing. Thank you, Quindel. I'm fine. Just tired. But I have no choice than to come online. Tired, 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 tired. Online, let me know how you're doing. I can see Grace Edouard, Francisca, Philomena, Tabita. And how are you home now? Mr. Gertrude, good evening, sweetie. Francisca, Madame Veronica, thank you, I'm fine. Madame Bridget, Royal Dad, Grandma Sophie, Queen Della. And Philomena, amazing. Amen. I received the rejuvenation. Or just that was supposed to be with a mentor of mine now. I feel too tired to drive. I didn't want to sleep off going or coming back. So I decided to just come online. I feel too tired to drive. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, I'd like somebody, I'd like somebody that we are online. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
know a lot of persons are not aware we are online today because I don't know why my admin is forgot to post notification. Maybe they thought today will be too, too busy or healthy and I wouldn't come online. That's true, but I'm here. So a lot of persons are not aware we are. Maybe the data is off or something. All right. I will try and record this meeting because I think it will bless someone someday. So I'm going to try. You thought so too, yeah. People may I thought so. I'm tired, but I choose to be here. All right. Somebody declares my month of laughter. Aha! Gaga deva shadi mandeva si It's my month of laughter. Oh, we give you praise. It's my month of laughter. All right. I want to say a big thank you to everyone that came out for me, my wife, and baby Ella today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Grandma Sophie. Thank you, Queen Della. Thank you, Nanaba. Thank you. Who are those online? Grandma Usana. Thank you, Madam Veronica. Thank you, Beauty. Thank you. So, people are not online, so Mrs. Sika, Mrs. Shine, Princess, um, Efia, God's favor, um, everyone. Oh, God, I've already started mentioning the name. Of. So, let me finish what I started. Thank you, um, Dalali. Thank you, Eunice. Eunice, you are becoming more interesting day by day. Thank you. I was just sitting there like, ah, Eunice is becoming more interesting and more, I don't know how to put it. She's been a good person, but day by day, she's becoming more adorable to me, to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mr. Eric, yeah, I saw him. Mr. Eric Park, we see. Thank you. Yeah, Eunice is becoming more adorable day by day. The things she do, the way she does what she does. Thank you. I love you from the depth of my heart. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mawena. Thank you. Thank you, everyone that came. I appreciate you. I appreciate every one of you. I appreciate every one of you. Yeah, Matthias was there, the mom. It was wow, Mr. Solomon. I was excited to see every one of you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, my mother was asking me, "Are you sure this is baby dedication or it's ordination?" And I was like, "You don't understand." You don't understand. He said the prayer is more than baby dedication prayer. I felt it. 
And I saw it in the face of a lot of people that are. I said, don't worry, Some, someday you will understand. And that's why I tell everybody, it pays to serve. Serve. Don't joke with the Father's blessing. And serve, serve, and serve, and serve, and serve. I've served that church with 10 years of my life. I served that church with 10 full years of my life. From when we were 15 members until when we grew to over 20 branches in Ghana. From where we were on rental properties to when we bought acres of land. From when my pastor was not having a car, we jumped. That's how I knew most of the road in Accra. The pastor wasn't having a car, so we traveled a lot to go, uh, what is it called? Go buy musical instruments in Accra or to go and paste poster. If you had ever seen Omega poster anywhere in Ghana, at least from 2016 to 2013, my hand was involved for the designing, for the printing, transporting it from the printing press. I used to do the design, no? I used to do graphic design. I just stopped all those things because of a lot of work was in my hand. Somebody else took over. So my Apostle Man's program, I do the design and all of that. Go do the printing. We'll be sent air and go and bring poster, no transport. You will not be given transport. You can't even ask, I don't, um, I need transport because you know that their father has a lot of responsibility on him. So he expect you to know what to do, how to, anyhow you will get it, go and get it. Most of the guys there grew under me. I taught them what I could, I could do before I left to pastor in Kumasi from there, went to Volta from there, went to Kufuridua before God led me to resign. And the amazing part of it all is that um, I've resigned and still connected to the ministry. A lot of persons who resigned during my, before me or after me or around the time I resigned, every one of them has cut ties with the ministry. They no more relate with my pastor. Some left insulting him, insulting the church because there were a lot of issues. Me and him, we've had a lot, 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 lot of issues. We've had a lot of issues. But listen, both the one I'm wrong, both the one he is wrong. But before me, my father is never wrong. So some persons, if they see the picture, I came there for child dedication, they're going to ask, what kind of foolish person is this? That's what a lot of persons will ask. What kind of foolish person? In fact, when one saw my wedding, um, flyer, okay, the complimentary card, is it complimentary card, card? Whatever, invitation, saw it on Facebook. She was excited I was getting married, but she went to read the details and realized it was my pastor's church. She called me straight. She didn't send me a voice note or message. She called me. She said, are you a fool? I'm like, what's going on? Say, you are an idiot. You are the most stupid person I've ever seen. Who are you impressing? I was like, and this is a pastor. Like, what is the problem, madam? She was insulting, insulting. What did I do? Is I just saw the wedding invitation card that you are going back to that church because I got married after I resigned.
I got married after I resigned. And because a lot had happened, they never expected, they never expected that I would come back there for my wedding. I went back there. I don't keep hurts. I don't enjoy keeping grudges. It doesn't add anything to my life. It doesn't add anything to my life. Thank you, Emanuela. Emanuela is joining us today all the way from China. All the way from China. So today we have all being guests from China. All right. So, come back, come back, come back, come back. Hey, Emanuela, they are speaking Chinese for you. Queen Dala said, Nihao. I don't know which Chinese, whether that Chinese scribe will have translation. Queen Dala, that Chinese, does he, does he have translation? What does it mean? Why? So, to cut the story short, I'm still here still connected as a matter of fact there's no project they have ever done since i resigned to date over one year now there's no project they've ever done that my money has not gotten into it there's no program they have ever done except it's just maybe not in accra in a very far place or something there's no program they've ever done i've not been there and my money has not gotten involved in. There's none. There's none. Financially, I'm there. Physically, I'm there. Emotionally, I'm there. We were just talking this afternoon. We were just, he was just having some heart-to-heart -heart talk with me. We were just talking. And he asked me something. He said, how come when you are still talking about this church, you mentioned our church, and this is our church, so we need to put this thing together. We need to say, because it is still my church. There is still my church. I only left, you know why I left, because God wants me to. You confirmed it. You blessed me. I didn't leave. Listen, be careful of any man of God that left his pastor without the pastor's blessing. Run away from that person. Any man of God that leaves a church without the blessing of the church, please avoid that person is under a curse. Except except for very little reason, which that little is less than 1%. Anybody who served in the place and couldn't wait to live with them. It took me four years to get the blessing. Four years, I waited for it. He said they won't let me go. Four years, just to make sure they prayed for me and released me. I sat down and I waited for four years. So while I'm, I'm already teaching now, I'm teaching already. I'm saying to everyone listening to me, don't be able to break, don't be quick to break a good relationship because of a little event that happened. It might be huge, but don't be quick. You might get hurt, get angry, feel sad, no problem. Distance yourself, heal and come back. All right? Don't make a permanent decision because of a temporary situation. Don't make a permanent decision because of a temporary situation. Somebody offended you, somebody hurt you, somebody did something bad, maybe your mother, your father, your pastor, your colleague, your boyfriend, your husband, 
Many have divorced before they realize they were not supposed to divorce. Many, many have divorced before they realized that they were not supposed to divorce. Many have resigned from a company and a job before they realized that they were not supposed to resign. Please, I beg you, don't be quick to cast people off because of an error or because of their weakness. Give them time. Think about it. Pray about it. And when people hurt you, one of the easiest way to move on and to forgive them and embrace them is this. This is what helps me every time. Remember the good days. When people hurt you, remember the good days. Remember the good days. Remember the good days. Remember the good days. There was once a time both of you were laughing. Except the person is now after you to kill you. Don't fight back. If you if you, if it's coming to your life physically, please fight back. What I you should do is pray. But the person is coming physically to kill you, Charlie. Fight back. We don't 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 sit and say, God knows, Charlie. Fight back. I don't joke with my life. I have only one. I don't have two. So remember the old days. Look back to the days both of you laughed. Look back to the days they fed you. Look back to the days you fed them. Look back and ask yourself what went wrong. What went wrong? Don't be quick to cast off people. One day you will need them or one day they will need you. And if they ever need you, you have the chance. Please be there for them. Don't say, oh, you have come back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Be there for them. Listen, don't, when I, when I see that certain things on this platform, particularly when somebody hurts me, don't take every of it and um, start reacting or, oh, you too, you will do some too. Me, when I get angry, eh, I get angry that time. You'll be surprised. The person I'm angry with, if I tell you what the person is, you'll be like, what? We will kill you, we will kill you. You will see me the next two days sitting and eating with the person. And you'll be asking, is it not the one that said? Or he's pretending? No, I'm not pretending. I don't want to keep anybody at heart. I don't want to keep anything. Life is too short to be living a sad life. It's too short. Learn to be happy. Learn to be happy. Learn to be happy. And I pray that God is going to help us. In the name of Jesus. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Say tonight, say tonight, remember me. Say tonight, remember me. Say tonight, remember me. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you breathe of fresh upon me your life. Say, breathe your life fresh upon me. I receive the life of God. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and talk to God right now. Yes, Grandpa, it's true. Never let the sun go down on your anger. In love, be like an adult. In anger, be like a baby. In love, be like an adult. Adults can love better. In anger, 
be like a baby. Babies can get angry better. They can get angry now. Tomorrow they will come and hug you again. You can beat a child now. Beat a child now. And the child will come back one hour and start playing with you. Father, breathe your life on us. Father, breathe your life on us. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I finished gossiping about um, them. It's now they are coming online. My admins, after I finished gossiping about them, it's now they are now coming online. Don't tell them what I said. Nobody should tell them what I said. Nobody, nobody should tell them what I said. I people who just got home. Wow. Nobody should tell them particularly Mrs. Sika. You can tell no, you never tell me that Solomon cry. Oh, hey, some poor online. Nobody should tell them, nobody should tell them what I said. They will replay. I will edit it and delete that part. They won't hear it. All right. By the way, we had a very amazing um, conference on Friday. I would say, I would say, this this is almost one of the best conferences we've had so far. I don't know. I don't know why. There's something, there's something strange about this conference. It's one of the best conferences that we've had so far. Yeah, it's one of the best conference. The atmosphere was so amazing. And a very big thank you to the organizers and the singles leader. I don't know, the women there, you poor are removing my heart from having any meeting with women. The singles have been have been greatly amazing. Choi, Eunice, um, Monica, um, Queen Dela. God's favor, mercy. They've been, they've been, they've been strangely amazing. I don't know where they get the strength and their heart from. Grace. I don't know where they where they've gotten that heart from. They they remind me of the days when I was under my pastor. The way I I carry the work. One day somebody called me and asked me. Say, is it pastor you will follow till you die? That was the question the person asked me. He said, you want to finish your life? I didn't have an answer for her because I didn't know what to say. My life was useless. Nothing, nothing. If you were around, you heard my pastor say, you didn't tell them when you were sleeping outside. I slept outside for long. Slept in church. This church that I visited was so nice. Our church then, the whole floor was cracked. It was looking like a baller. Very cracked floor with some terrible mosquitoes. We were there for four years. We were there for four years. Slept at that church for four years with mosquitoes like that. We had nothing to do. We just wake up in the night. The day we cannot pray, we just talk, talk, talk till 4 a.m. We sleep, wake up, 6 o'clock, continue. And today is where. Thank you, thank you, the youths. Um, the single leaders, the single organizers, God bless you guys. I promise you guys another meeting. It's a promise. I promise you guys another meeting, online meeting this year. 
singles meeting on Zoom this year, I promise you. Then next year, we're going to have a bigger singles meeting, physical meeting. This one is just a test. Next year, we're going to have a bigger see, No, this year, I prom is a promise. I'm going to have an online meeting with you guys this year. Maybe after camp meeting. After camp meeting, I'm going to have a an online meeting with you guys next year. We'll have a bigger singles physical meeting on site next year. I'm telling you, physical meeting. It will be terrible. I'm sure we'll try to see if we can make it two days. If we can't make it two days, we'll make it either a Saturday or a Sunday evening so that we can have a very good time and do all we have to do. God bless you guys. I love you and I love you. Hey, today's meeting, the anybody that will listen to it, all we'll be hearing is a Thanksgiving service. Okay, now let's go. Hebrews 13, 1 and 2. Hebrews 13, 1 and 2. Tabitha, what language are you typing? Mia Loha. Sure, please do. Say the one I can understand. I use God beg you. Hebrews 13, 1 and 2. Malagabaha, Chevalier Granatis. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you. Grandpa couldn't come physically. I know he was there in his heart and his spirit. Thank you so much. Can I get that scripture? Let's, let's pray some minutes and be out of here. Hebrews 13, verse 1. said, let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Okay, get me 12 also. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Mark this scripture. Let brotherly love continue. And don't be tired of entertaining strangers because in it, you can entertain angels. It happened to Abraham. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every wit and the sin which doth easily beset us 
and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed with so a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Note that now. Bible says, let us lay aside every weight and sin. So what does this thing do? These two of them, Bible said, which doth easily beset us. The word beset us means, can I get another verse? Okay, NIV is there. All right, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Okay, let's see NIV. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So weight hinders. Weight hinders. Weight hinders. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Or I help you with verse 2 one more time. Let's go to verse 2. Let's go to verse 2 now. Sephora, go and look for her. You have been given the assignment. Go and look for her in Jesus' name and give me feedback tonight, not tomorrow. Anyhow, you will find her. Go and find her in Jesus' name. Verse 2 Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. So when you lay aside, and focus on the race, the next thing you do is look. Look unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, not the joy he's experiencing now, he's going through pain now, but for the joy that was set before him, he knows tomorrow joy is coming. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy cometh in the morning. That was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. This night, I want us to look at how to go through storms. How to go through storms. How to go through storms. If you can hear me, type it for me tonight. How to go through storms. Awesome. I want you to pay keen attention because what you are about to hear will help you and help others around you. How to go through storms. How to go through storms. All right. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you give us understanding, enlighten us, breathe on us, open our heart, open our spirit. Let your word break us, let it instruct us, let it refine us, let it remold us, and let it bring us an amazing testimony. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. How to go through storms. Listen, listen. Let me start by saying everyone must, not will, not should. Everyone must go through storms. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Hey, Everyone 
must go through storms. Some will come as the death of a loved one. Some will come as um, miscarriage. Some will, will come as betrayal. Some will come as divorce. Some will come as losses, loss of job, loss of property. Some will come as sickness. Some will come different ways. Everyone must go through storms. Storms are universal. They are not unique to a particular gender, to a particular color, to a particular race. Storms are universal. And you must understand, not everybody goes through storms and come out alive. Some die in the storm, others come out alive. My prayer for you listening to me tonight is that whatever storm you are going through now, or you will go through, you will come out alive. 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 You will come out better and bigger. You will come out more fruitful. You will come out more strong. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You will come out alive. Storm is a must. And understand that Storm can either, either be caused by nature. Storms can be caused by someone. Storm can be caused by you. So don't point all your finger to people. There are times, remember, remember, listen, listen, can I say this the way I want to say it? Can I say this the way I want to say it? I like to be real, particularly when I'm on Podbean. I like to be very real and say things the way they are. Listen, every time you point fingers at people, remember that when you point one finger, three fingers are pointing back to you. Every time you point fingers saying, this person is my problem, the thumb is pointing down, the other three is pointing back. That problem, you have a hand in it. Remember, every time somebody does anything bad to you, you allowed it. You allowed them into your life. You allowed them into your space. You trusted them. You opened the door. You opened the opportunity. Yes, they did it. But at the end, your fingers are still pointing back and you are not innocent of that situation that you are going through. You are not innocent. So one of the first things to do is to sit down and examine yourself. Sit down and query yourself. Sit down and align yourself back to yourself so that you will be able to come out. If you keep pointing the finger and you are not checking, many are divorced, the man did terrible thing, the woman did terrible thing, but check a lot of seasons of their life they were together. You will see anger. Anger from one that person causing all kind of things. You will see character deficiencies. You will see a lot of issues. So now, the moment the thing has happened, they are pointing finger. This woman was a very bad woman. This man was a very bad woman. Forgetting the days when they themselves were bad. Forgetting the days. Forgetting the days. Storms are normal. Storms are universal. And what storms do to you, that is what I came to deal with tonight. Get me back Hebrews 13, 12 verse 1 now. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Storms will put weight on you. 
storms will put weight on you. There are people listening to me who are going through financial difficulties. Because of that, you are, you are so heavy, you are so weighty, you are so unhappy. There are people going through marital storms. Because of that, you can't even pray excited. When you dress, you don't even look happy. You are wearing a nice cloth. But the cloth is not looking good on you. Not because of the cloth, but because of the situation clouded your mind. He said, wherefore seeing we are compassed, we abound with so great a cloud of witness. That's, that part, this part of the scripture means that you are not alone. All right? Every time you move, where you are now, you are not alone. This scripture suggests that the patriarchs of old, Abraham, Moses, Enoch, Elijah, they are over the cloud watching what we are doing. The angels are watching what we are doing. So, a man like Moses would look at me and you today, and suddenly we we get confronted with the rest, with with a sea, with a storm, with the river. And Moses would like, "What is this guy doing? Why are you crying, my friend? Part the sea. In my days, I was not having iPhone. I was not having the Holy Ghost. I was not having speaking in tongues. I was not having this and that. And I was able to part the sea. Why are you crying? Elijah would be like, "Ah, look at this person. They are about to kill you. Cold and fire. They are there, cheering us, exciting us, and at the same time feeling bad for like, ah, these ones are missing what we did easily." Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. We are compassed with such a great cloud of witness. They are watching us every day. They are watching us. Angels are watching us. The patriarchs of old who, who went to the Lord the right way, they are watching us. They are watching us. So, he said, because of this, remove every weight. It didn't say weight, sin, no. Weight and sin. So, it is saying that there are two things that will easily slow you down in life. There are two things that will easily hinder you in life. There are two things that will easily close your door in life. There are two things that will easily make you lose your blessing in life. There are two things that will easily make you live a life without a result in life. Number one is weight. Number two is sin. We're going to be dealing with the issue of weight tonight. We have been hearing so much about sin. A lot of you listening to me, you can't remember the last time you ever lied. You can't remember because you've been able to conquer it. Some of you, you can't remember the last time you fornicated. You've conquered it. Some of you, you can't remember the last time you committed adultery. It's not in your, 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 your thing to do at all, at all. You've overcome it years ago, years ago. But still, certain things are not working in your life. Do you know why? You are carrying a weight. You are carrying a weight. You are carrying a weight. Unforgiveness is weight. Malice is weight. Bitterness is weight. Anger is weight. Hurts. Hearts that you have not been able to trace the source, address the source, or let it go is weight. You are carrying so much weight. Both weight and sin does the same thing to you. What did the Bible said? They easily beset us. NIV said they easily hinder you. 
Yeah, but why, why am I going through this now? I don't sin. I don't this. But madam, you are carrying weight. Boss, you are carrying weight. It will slow you down. It will stop you. It will close your doors. It will, it will make you start living in revenge. It will make you start seeing everybody as if they are the one that caused you problem. I said to them at the singles meeting, one of the signs that you have not healed, one of the signs you have not healed from the hurt in your heart is that you overreact. One of the signs that you have not healed from the hurt in your heart is that you overreact. Somebody does something, boom, you fled up. And listen, you must be careful not to pass it down to your children. I was talking to a boy one day and he was talking to me. Hey, sir, I don't know, I'm tired. I'm tired of this life. I'm tired. Nothing is working. I'm depressed. I feel like killing myself. Ah, I was confused. How old are you again? He mentioned, I think 24 or 25. So what's wrong? Say my laptop is not working. My laptop is bad. My laptop is not working. I have some of them exams to write. I say, so you want to kill yourself? You are depressed. You are tired because your laptop is not working. Or there's something else. He say, yes, my laptop is not working. I was about the not the natural me. I was about to blast him. I know somebody was somebody depressed. You want to blast? I want. Are you are you are you okay? Blast for for laptop. You are depressed. Are you okay? If you don't know what to do with your life, you die now. But it, it, it dawned on me immediately, it wasn't the boy that was talking. It's the mother that was talking. That's why you must be careful the attitude you, you, you portray before your children and those who are looking up to you. Do you know, those of you that follow me, that are following me, you say you're following person, but your heart sees you. Do you know, if I am the type that come online, I gossip other men of God, I talk against them, do you know naturally you will become like that? Every time you want to bring up the, ah, the man of God, ah, Papa, do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? The same thing happened between you and your children. Anyhow you behave, your children are copying. And me, I don't entertain gossip about men of God. Carry it and go. Don't bring it. I don't care. Whatever they did, leave them and God. Leave them and God. Leave them and God. Let God be the one to judge. Oh, I met a man of God with a woman. Leave him and God. Eh, but that, the church I attend. So what do I do? If you know you can't stay, leave the church. But leave them and God. Oh, maybe it's a, it's a, it's a what? It's, a, uh, it's, it's because he's a man of God. That's why. No, not because I'm a man of God, though. Even before I became a man of God, I don't enter pastor's issue. I don't. That's not my anointed. It's not a joke. The Bible said, I think in the book of, um, oh, I can't remember the scripture now. It said, don't judge. Who are you to judge another man's servant? Leave him with the master. At the right time, you will judge him. Don't judge another man's servant. And Jesus gave the parable this way. He said, you are removing the moat in your brother's eyes while there's a log of wood in your own eyes. So I leave them between. I've had pastors, pastors have hurt me, even as a pastor. They've dealt with me. They've done terrible things. And some of them, I still send them money. Till now, till Jesus come, I will send them money. 
Some of them I still visit them. There's one crime I'm planning to visit in January, if God help me. I want to visit him in January. If I tell you what he had done to me, you will tell me that why are you going there? Thank you very much for that scripture. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master, he standeth or fallen. So it is not in your duty to decide whether he's standing or he's falling. It's not your job. Yea, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. So God is in me. You see that my servant that is falling, me, I will make him stand. If you fight him, me, I will fight you and I will kill you while I'm making him. Listen, it is a very dangerous, a very risky adventure. Let them go with their problem. Let them go. Let them carry their problem and go. Focus on your life. If you see that the environment is not working for you, leave. If the environment is not working for you, leave. Leave. So that you'll be able to find peace and serve God. Instead, you'll be in a church, you are praying and you are not happy. You are worshiping, you are not happy. You are giving, you are not even happy doing the giving. All of those things, you will not see the result. Leave if you know you can't readjust your heart. Walk away, go somewhere and serve God with joy. Serve God with joy. And you realize your life will become very easy. So remove every weight from your life. Remove every weight from your life. Deal with it. Listen, everyone listen. It is easier to deal with sin than weight. Let me repeat. It is easier to deal with sin than weight. Two persons are now committing fornication. What you do is to cut off from that person. Somebody can never help them cut off. I don't want to see both of you together again. Delete the number and simple. They move on. But wait. It, nobody can cut you out of wait. It must be your own decision. Now, sin most times can easily be obvious. But wait cannot be obvious. Somebody is harboring bitterness. You will not notice. They are just there. They are just there. Somebody is harboring unforgiveness. Somebody is harboring anger. You will not notice. And they are just there. You won't notice. But somebody is uh, stealing. You will, they will easily get caught. Somebody is committing adultery. You will see the signs there. Somebody is lying. You will see it there. It is easier to deal with sin than to deal with weight. Because weight is a more of a matter of the heart. And sin is a matter of the act. Weight is a matter of the heart. Makuma. Obi. While weight is a matter of the act. A-C-T. The act. Sin is more of the act and weight is more of the heart. It is more difficult to deal with weight than to deal with sin. But listen, you've got to deal with it. You've got to deal with it. Many of you, you are dressed nice. You are dying inside because of what happened 20 years ago, 18 years ago, 10 years ago, 
30 years ago, one year ago, you are dying inside. Somebody broke your heart. Somebody who promised to support your school abandoned you on the way. Somebody who was supposed to get married to you left you. you you're somebody who was married to you divorced you. So when you sit down, and sometimes you have, you, you have never really done anything bad to these people. You sit down, you analyze how you've been good to them. You analyze how you supported them, you helped them. Some of you even threw your life away for these people. You, could have, you would have finished your master's, you would have finished your degree, you would have gotten that visa to travel, you would have done something, something, something good for you. But you abandoned your school, abandoned your travel, abandoned your business, you focused on them because you believe you have a future together. And suddenly, the same people you left everything for were the ones that broke you down. And some were even bold to say, what did you do it for me? Some were bold to say it. Some even sent you the breakup message through somebody else. They were not bold enough to come and tell you. It would have been better than even came to tell you yourself. Some even sent you a WhatsApp message for breakup. Some even sent you an SMS. Some even sent you a message on Facebook. Some even used some derogatory statements. Some, by the time both of you were no more talking, they started talking about the ugly things they knew, the things you told them based on confidence. The things you told them based on confidence, they began to talk about those things in public, started using them against you. So now it looked like it was better you even met Satan than meeting them. Listen, can I say this to you now? Can I say this to you now? Let it go. Let it go. The first way for you to overcome weight is lay it aside. Let it go. The scripture we read, Hebrews 12, verse 1, it said, let us lay aside. Let it go. Many single ladies cannot get married because they are still carrying the weight of their past relationships. The guy that hurt you, you still remember the guy. You still go and check his Facebook. You still check his WhatsApp status. You still have his old messages. You still have some old pictures and all of that. Listen, it could even be you are not hurt with all those pictures and all of those things, but as long as you don't let go, you can't move on. Let me tell you what happens. Let me show everybody what happens when you don't let go. Everyone, everyone, wherever you are, close your hand. Take your palm, close your palm. Just take your right hand or your left hand, close it. Do you realize the position your palm is now, or your hand is, that is how you hold something. Alright? The way your hand is now, that's how to hold something. You want to hold spoon, rope, food, whatever. That is how you hold. That is how you also hold somebody. And the moment you are holding something, we can't give you anything new. The moment you are holding something, we can't give you anything new. So you, the moment you are holding back to your past, you are stopping your present and your future from coming to you. And that is what most of you are doing in your heart. You don't know that you receive with your heart. So as long as you are holding on to people in your heart, you will not be able to receive new things. Let me shock you. Let me shock you. Let me, can I shock you now? Oh God. Can I shock you now? Listen. 
Some people in your life now, some people in your life now wouldn't have been there if some people did not live your life. I think I like that quote. The enemy of your best is the good in your hand. Some people in your life now, if those people that left did not go, they won't be there. Do you know, do you know, do you know before you became this close to me, somebody left your life? Today, you say, Pastor Nobody has been a blessing to me. There was somebody that left you or somebody you left. If you hadn't left them, me and you might not be this close. So, the people you are holding on to right now, who are hurting you, causing you loss, causing you pain, do you know that there is somebody better, there is something better that is supposed to come, that this current person is blocking your space? This current person is occupying the space. And until you let go, that one will only be pending and hanging. God will not let it come. There are helpers in your life who their season, their tenon in your life has expired. But you are still holding. Oh, he used to help me. He's no more helping me. I've been calling him for the past six months. Listen, there are people who are not supposed to help you till Jesus come. There are people who are not supposed to help you till you die. No, their duty was to pay your rent for once. There are people who are supposed to help you for one year. Some are supposed to help you only six months. Why some are supposed to help you for life? But you are the one thinking, oh, I pray God brought them. The Bible said God will open to me a door that no man can close. So what is going on? There are people who are seasoning in your life. And until you leave them, you can't have the right and the best people for you. You can't have it. You can't have it. And I pray God is going to help us let go. God will help you let go. I don't know how difficult it is for you. God will help you let go. God will help you let go. In the name of Jesus. The first thing you do is lay aside. Let it go. Somebody you borrowed money. They are owing you. It's been 10 years now. Madam, madam, madam. For 10 years, you would have made that money back. Listen, I don't believe in just releasing your money like that. Somebody's paying you. But listen, it's too long now. 10 years. Are you serious? 10 years. Come on. And that's why you are not making more money. Because you are looking at the one you lost. The God that gave you the strength, gave you the wisdom, gave you the idea, is not dead. He can help you. He can help you. You see, the way I live my life, the way I live my life, I don't look at the past, whether money, whether anything. I've lost some money in business that it was enough to give up. But Charlie, me, sure, I'm not giving up till the day I meet Jesus or I lose my breath naturally. I'm not giving up anything. If I lose $1 million now, I continue. I might cry, but life goes on. If you must cry, please, don't cry blind. Cry moving. If you must cry about anything, please, don't cry blind. Don't cry till you become blind. Don't cry till you cry. Don't sit down and cry. Be walking and be crying. Be moving. Don't let that hurt pull you back. Oh, I will not date again. All men are scum. Charlie, there's still one man that is not this scum. He's waiting for you at the front. Move. Move. I will not do business again. I have been moved. There is still one business. There is still one opportunity. Move. Move. 
move. Put down that weight. Drop it. Lay it aside. And listen, start with forgiving yourself. Start with you forgiving yourself. Number two, forgive the person that hurt you. Forgive yourself because most of you, you are angry with yourself. Why did you allow yourself to be married to such stupid man? Why did you allow yourself? Ah, I didn't know this man was this bad. Or you saw the sign. You knew the man was so bad. And now the whole thing has happened to you. Why did I even allow myself to be married to this man? Why did I even date that kind of idiot? Why did I even do business with that kind? Forgive yourself first. Stop beating yourself. That is where your deliverance will start from. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Be happy with yourself. Say to yourself, that was my childish self. That was the childish version of me. That was a mistake I made. That was my past. I know better now. I can't make that mistake again. Let it go. Forgive. The greatest part of forgiveness is forgiving yourself. I'm telling you the truth. The greatest part and the most difficult part in forgiveness is letting yourself go for allowing somebody to treat you that way. That is the, the most greatest part. That is the most greatest part. Forgive yourself. Forgive whoever that hurt you. The third thing you do, change the environment if necessary. You, you lived in an environment where you had a good marriage. Now, unfortunately, you had divorce. Everybody there is pointing fingers at you. Even if you built that house, sell it and move if that will help you heal. Rent it and move if that will help you heal. Move. If you are, that's where you work. You don't know what. Get a transfer. Move. Change environment. Listen, one of the biggest mistakes we make is that we keep focusing on people who don't like us when there are many who love us. Listen, there can be 200 people who don't like you, but I can tell you there are 500 more who loves you better than those people who don't like you. So stop wasting your attention talking about those who hate you, judging those who hate you, and focus more on those that love you. I have a lot of people who don't like me, but Charlie, I don't give a damn. I have those that love me, so I choose to spend more time with them. You see me every time talking about certain people. Talking, there was a time in my life I had no friend, I had nobody to talk to. Podbean was my friend. That was when I was doing three, three sessions a day on Podbean. Yes, but few were not aware. I was going through, I was dealing with a lot of issues. That the only way, the only friends I had was Podbean. Yeah, it was Podbean. That is why those people who have been there from day one, I don't joke with them. I love them deeply. They didn't understand how much they were helping me heal. They believed they were coming to pray. It's true. But me, I saw it as the only means where I could release my heart, ease myself, and be able to flow. What been? Every time I come to pray, I feel alive. When I come online, I see Indrika. When I come online, I see... Um, 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 Sika, when I come online, I see some people. I there's this life I feel like okay, then I still have somebody who loved me. So I decided to focus my attention more on those that love me. And from there, people are getting testimonies. And I'm like, how is this thing happening? 
So, Papa, thank you for that teaching. I said, if this, if this one, if you knew, if only this one knew that there is heaviness in my heart, you would just know. Ah, Papa, you professor, ah, that is a very accurate. If only this one knew that me coming online that day, I came in pain. I came in pain. But what did I do? I channeled my pain to something that I know that will benefit me or someone tomorrow. Don't let the pain you go through break you down. You're going to kill yourself. Don't die for anything. Don't die for anyone. So the first thing you do to overcome storm, lay aside the weight. Lay it aside. Lay it aside. Drop the hurt. It's slowing you down. It's cutting you deep. It's cutting you. It's cutting you deep. Lay it aside. Lay it aside. Most of you cannot sleep in the night. You're just turning on your bed, looking left and right. You can't even, if they ask you what is wrong with you, what is causing the insomnia, you can't actually place your finger on the cause. But listen, the cause of the problem is the hurt you are carrying. That is it. That is it. Please, lay it aside. And listen, in the means of you laying it aside, sometimes you have to go to prayer and just cry. Yeah. There are things until, until you cry, you can't let it out. Sometimes you need to talk to somebody. Sometimes you need to tell somebody goodbye. Sometimes you need to delete a photo, delete a contact. Sometimes there are things you need to just let go, let it go. Number two, number two, stay focused on God. Can I get Hebrews 12 verse 2? Stay focused on God. Stay focused on God. He said, looking unto Jesus. The auto. So after you lay aside, the next thing you do, you don't just stay idle. It's a risk. Listen, if you study psychology, they will tell you that one of the day, one of the ways to kill a habit is to pick a new habit. One of the ways to kill an old habit is to pick up a new habit. So as you are laying aside all the hurt. As you are laying aside all the anger, all the unforgiveness, please pick up something else so that that thing will not come back. If you leave it empty and idle, it will return. Looking unto Jesus, not just one, keep looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Keep your eyes on God. Keep going to church. Keep going to church. Keep serving in church. Keep singing if you are a singer. Keep praying if you are a, pray, you are a praying person. Keep working. Keep cleaning the chairs in church. Keep doing. Don't say, oh, where was God? When? No, 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 no. Keep doing what you are doing. Stay on God. Stay on God. Stay on God. One of the easiest ways to heal is to stay on God. Let him heal you. Let him heal you. Stay on God. Some of us, our heartbreak is not from another person. It came from church. So sometimes when you now come to church, I now say, all right, it's time for us to give. The first thing that reacts to your heart is, uh -huh. yes, they have come again. Because why? 
a prophet has duped you before. A prophet has told you you want to contribute money to buy church bars and they did, you didn't see tire. The tire didn't see. You want to contribute money to build the, uh, the church. You didn't see roof. You didn't see build. And it's been years now. Hey, so the moment you come around, another man of God says, let's give. Immediately, that thing jump out of your subconscious and hey, they have come again. Thieves. Hey, I'm not the one that hurts you. Let, let it go. If you must receive from me, you must let that person that hurts you go. If you must receive from me, you must let the person. Many are carrying church hurt. Church has hurt them. Men of God have hurt them. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Look on to Jesus. Let it go. Me, if not for God, certain hurt. I have gone through would have made me from being a pastor to stop going to church. I'm not joking. The kind of pain me have gone through in church, it would have been enough for me. When I was already a pastor, I would have moved from being a pastor to stop going to church. It was bad. It was bad. Let's not talk about these stories today. But I, I found my solace in God. I found my solace in God. Listen, everyone, sometimes when people treat you bad, realize this, that you are not always the problem. The person could have something they are even struggling with. Sometimes somebody treats you bad. It could just be a sign that they came from a bad home. Sometimes, when people react to you some way, you are not always the problem. It could be how their mother raised them. It could be how their father raised them. It could be whatever. So don't take it to yourself. Don't take it. Don't, don't kill yourself because of them. Don't kill yourself because of them. The only thing is that you only allow the wrong people into your space. So forgive and cut off if it's important and let go. And let go. Let go. Let's go. Find another habit that's going to help you heal. And some of you will now find yourself, or you've already found yourself in a situation that the person doing this to you now is the person you are married to, is your husband, is your wife. How do you escape? If it is your mother, you can travel. If it is your father, you can travel. If it is your colleague at work, you can change, get transferred. If it is your landlord, you can rent a new house. If it is your best friend, you can move out of it. But if it is now your husband and your wife, what do you do? Forgive. I will tell you what more to do, but forgive yourself. Forgive them. Focus on Jesus. All right? Pray even when you don't feel like praying. If you don't even know what to say, just tell God, help me. Lord, help me. It's a prayer. Lord, help me. If that you can pray that, pray that for 10 years, Lord help me. You can pray that for 20 years, Lord help me. Lord help me. Help my heart. Help me. Strengthen me. Oh God help me. Oh God help me. Oh, it's more than enough. Pray even when you don't feel like. Study even when you can't even understand why you have to go through what you go through. I've been good. To, I've been good. I've been going to church. I've been a tighter. I was even the pastor's child. I'm even this. Why am I? Why am I the one going through this kind of pain? 
Hey, study even when you don't feel like it. Pray even when you don't feel like it. Worship even when you don't feel like it. You're going to see God suddenly begin to come through for you. One of the reasons why you need to actually let go and focus on God, let me give you a story. A man was traveling. A man was, uh, Baba Deboye now, of the redeemed Christian of God, was traveling at the airport. Suddenly, he met another man who ran to him and said, Baba, please, I believe if you pray for me, God can heal me. What was the problem? He said he had acute pile, a very painful pile. A very painful pile. Okay. Why Babadeboye was to pray, Babadeboye said, Ah, God said, I should tell you to forgive your ex-wife. And the man said, I'd rather die than to forgive her. And Babadeboye said, God said, that's the only way he can heal you. The man said, I prefer to carry the pile. Let me carry the hemorrhoid like that and die with it. Than to forgive that woman. Some of you are shocked now, right? Some of you are shocked. But by the time you hear what the woman did, then you will realize that some people don't deserve forgiveness, but you still have to try to let go. The man was a soldier. The man was a soldier, and he was sent to for peacekeeping. They went for war. During those days, they were having the Iraq and Afghanistan war and all of that. So while he was there for peacekeeping, every money he had made, he had bought properties, he had a house, the wife was staying, cars, businesses, every salary that has been paid, he would not do anything with them at the war front. Everything was going to the account. And the wife had access to the account just to make sure that the woman is okay. The woman withdrew all the money in the account, sold the house, sold the cars, empty everything he had, went to marry another man. When he came back, no house, no money in his account. No, he came back empty. And he said he was coming back to retire from military so that he can build a family and have a peaceful life. And right now, he came back facing another trauma. So the man said, I'd rather die than to forgive my ex-wife. I'd rather die. I'd rather die. My prayer for you is that you don't meet the devil's daughters. That's my prayer. May you not meet Satan's daughter. May you not be Satan's son. There are people who are they, they are Satan's children. They will deal with you. They will deal with you. They will deal with you to an extreme level that eh, your forgiveness will be exhausted. But you see, you see, forgiveness will benefit you more than the forgiving. Forgiveness is going to benefit you more than the forgiving. It will benefit you more. Let them go. I know it's painful. I know it's heavy. I know it hurts. Let them go. Let them go. You lost a car to somebody. Don't worry. You will get another car. But one of the ways to get another car first is let them go. Let them go. Number three, the third thing you need to do to be able to lay aside every weight 
is surround yourself with the right people. I can't overemphasize on the importance of people. Surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with the right people. Please surround yourself. If you have two persons that love you, is enough. Stay more around those people. Don't focus more on people who don't Stay around those people that love you. Talk with them a lot. Stay with them a lot. Value them a lot. Surround yourself with the right people, with happy people. Listen, one of the mistakes we make in building relationship is that sometimes we get to a point where we choose money over the right relationships. Please, never choose money over the right relationships. Never choose money over the right relationships. Never. There are people, you must not lose them because of money. They are sent your way to make life easy and better for you. Never choose properties over the right relationship. There are people, when I do business with them, I don't look at profit because my value for this friendship is more than profit. There are people when, if somebody brings me a car now, hey, I want to sell this car for $1,000. And I know that this car is so cheap because the person is selling it out of distress. And I'm to recommend certain person, I will not add one CD because your friendship to me is more valuable than that one CD that I will get. But most of us, we make profit out of everybody. You don't care. You don't care. You don't care. You don't care. You make profit out of everybody. Listen, a day is going to come, your money will not help you. And people who are wise, what they do is that they mark you. When they realize that you make, you make profit out of everybody, they place a mark on you. The day you will need them, they will disappoint you. They will disappoint you. A day is going to come, money won't save you. God forbid, not God forbid, it, it happens. One day, you lose your grandmother, you want to do funeral. Do you know that money cannot console you? Imagine the funeral you do, nobody came. You bought the most expensive casket. You, you, you invited the most expensive singing group. You cooked the best food, yet nobody came. Imagine what it feels like. Imagine my day-to-day -day with my family, without all the people that came. Imagine my day. Imagine my day. Please, don't trade strategic, good, and genuine relationships for anything. If you, are, if you don't have such relationships, start building some now. Start building some now. Start it. Bible said, he that must have friends must show himself friendly. Uh, but they are not coming now. They are not coming now. You find them. Find them. Create it. Create the relationship. Create the friendship. Force your way into their life. Everybody will not come to you. Everybody will not come to you. Go look for them. Please, go look for them. You have people at your workplace. There's one good person there. You have people, oh, pastor, everybody is talking against me. Everybody, can I tell you why some people are talking against you? 
They are talking against you because they don't know you. They only heard from you from somebody else. So why don't you allow them to know you? And they cannot know you if you don't show yourself. And how do you show yourself? Start creating the environment. Walk up to them. They're going to be shocked. Ah, so you are this nice. I didn't know. I just joined here. And what they told me about you, he says, say, says, says, tell them, don't worry. Let it go. Now you know me. Let people know you. Do you know that there are people you meet because of them, you don't get close to some other people because of what somebody told you about them. Somebody one day came to me and said, I never liked you. I hated you. I hated you because of what somebody told me about you. Because of what somebody told me about you. See, since I came close to you, I just observed you for one week. I'm shocked that all that I hated you for, for five years, you are not like that. Those of you that we are around, you will see a fair guy that came and that was talking to me, said he wants to come and stay in my house. Those of you that came around today, said he wants to come and visit my house and all of that, and we were just playing. That guy didn't talk to me for two years. Do you know why? A friend of his came to stay with me, misbehaved. So I scolded him and I sent him back to my pastor for correction. And he went to tell them that the most wicked person you can ever find in your life is Pastor Norbert. He will not feed you. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't do this. He does. So the guy for two years hated me. He never tells anybody anything good about me. In fact, don't ask him. He will be the one to call. He said, do you know Pastor Norbert? He said, no. Ah, that pastor that is in Kumas, you don't know. He said, no, I don't know him. He will bring my picture. Show. He said, this guy, very wicked. What did he do to you? Oh, forget it. Don't. If I begin to tell you things, uh, oh, you will not believe me. Very wicked, very heartless, very this, very... Until years later, when he now came closer by himself, he now realized that what they said is not who I am. In fact, the person that told him things about me, even when the person became close to me again, he too was very far. The person that told him this about me, when that one came back, he now, that's one of the dangers of buying people's enemy. When they reconcile, you might still be enemies. When they reconcile, you might still be enemies. So, surround yourself with the right people. Make the right friends. Create the right relationship. If you need to talk now, who do you talk to? If you need to just gossip now, everybody gossips, including me. Not gossip is not necessarily um, a bad thing. All right, gossip could just be ah. So let me tell you today what happened at my workplace, and you are not actually talking bad about anybody, but you just wanted what? Okay, maybe a better one for that is gist. If you need to gist now, who do you talk to? Some of us we are so hurt. There's nobody we talk to. It's not a good life. It's not a good life. In the days of your celebration, there should be people you can gather around yourself to celebrate with. And also in the day of your mourning, there should be people who can surround you and say it is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. It only happens when you create the right relationship. Everyone here, I'm giving you an assignment this year into next year. Create at least 10 
very close strategic relationship. It must not be up to 10. It can be five. But create an environment, people who love you for you, whether you are broke, whether you are poor, whether you are rich, whether you lied. Listen, listen, we are all human beings. If you are looking for perfect people, you will never have friends. Okay? There are people who should love you. They know that you lied. They know. I'm not saying they are supporting your bad things, your errors now. No. But they know that you lied. They still tell you that it is well. It is well. They know. Everybody, ah, you lied. They fight you. They will tell you it is well. They will help you heal. They will bring you and tell you, but you know that thing you did is not good. But don't worry. I will stand with you. They know that you stole. They will tell you, don't worry. It is well. How much was the things? Why did you steal? Oh, you could have told me. Okay, how much is the things? I will pay for it. It is well. It is well. That's the kind of people you need in your inner cycle. You need them. They know you messed up. They will help you clean your mess. Not in a bad way, but out of love. They will help you clean your mess, correct you, and help you move on. Not those that will break you down. Let me say this to you. If you are the kind of person, if you come around me and I realize that any man of God you left before you came close to me, you insulted them, you hurt them, you betrayed them, you can't be close to me. Never. You can't be. I might talk to you from far. You can't be close to me. You can't. You can't be close. Anybody that damaged relationships, I can't trust you. One day you will damage our own. Are you getting it? If you have damaged other people that you, you left, one day, you and I will be close. One day. Listen, I'm human. I can't trust you if you have never seen me angry. I'm telling you the truth. No matter how close we are now, I can't trust you if you have never seen me angry. I can't trust you if I have not done what you don't like. If I have never done it and you, 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 you got angry, forgive, and we moved on. If I have never done that thing to you, I can't trust you. Oh, Pastor Norbert, so you mean one day you will do what hurts me? Yes, I'm human being. Not intentionally. It can happen anyway. It can happen anyway. If I've never done any of such thing and you go over them, Charlie, I can't trust you. We can just be talking. I can't call you a friend. I can't call you family. Friends and families are those who have seen our best and who have seen our worst, yet they chose to stay. Friends and families are those who have seen your best and who have seen your worst, and yet they chose to stay. Everyone here listening to me, you have your, young, your brother, either younger or elder, you grew up with them. They've seen you with your underwear. Maybe till now they still see it even as you are grown. They see you with your panties. They see you with your boxers. They see you with your bra. They see you on singlet. Even your torn singlet, they know they've seen you on it. Your torn boxer, they've seen you on it. Your torn panties, both of you have talked, eating on the floor and all of that. And suddenly, that person now do one thing one day. And no, 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 no. At that point, both of you are not just brothers or sisters anymore. You are tolerating each other. It is now, you, you don't live based on just love. You live on tolerance. What you did, I don't like it, but I can't let you go. We've come too far. What you did, I hate it. It's against my law and my ethics, but I can't let you go. We've come too far. Let's build the right relationship. 
let's build the right relationship. Let's build my, I value people so much. I value people, learn to place value on the gift of men. Build the right relationships. The ones you have now, build it. Don't build on people you can't trust. Look for those you can trust. If you cannot trust anybody, there's something wrong with you. It is possible that people are not the problem. It is you that have trust issues because of the past. Heal in Jesus' name so that you can move on. Heal. Everybody is a thief in your eye. Everybody is a heartbreaker in your eye. Everybody is this. Everybody has wanted. Heal, my friend. Heal and move on. Get healed so that you move on. The last one is get results. Get results. Get results. My God. Listen, this is the best thing you can do for yourself. Get results. Do you know, have you ever watched a movie or you heard somebody left somebody and after years they now came back to say I'm sorry? Listen, if you have no result, nobody will come back to tell you sorry. I'll tell you the truth. If you have no result, nobody will ever come back to tell you I am sorry. Get results. Build your life. Invest in your life. Create results. Result includes financial, includes marital, includes social, includes mental, includes academical and spiritual. Get results. Make money. The time you are using to gossip and go here, 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 here. I have one of my mentors. He will tell you, I want only two things in my life, Jesus and money. That's the only two things I want. Jesus and money. If you have money, a lot of nonsense will stop around you. A lot of nonsense will not go on around you. I'm telling you, a lot of persons hated me until they saw what God was doing through my life. They have no choice than to reconcile. They have no choice. They have no choice. Nobody quarrels with the rich man, no. Except the rich man is not actually rich. They are not getting me. Nobody quarrels with a rich man, except the rich man is not actually rich. Nobody. Go and make money. Stop all these, these things. Oh, they don't like me. They hate me. Who likes a poor man? Even, even you, do you like yourself in your poverty? Tell me now. Inside your being poor, do you like yourself? Your being broke, do you like your brokenness and your bro brocality? Oh, see, bro, brocality. Do you like yourself with your brocality? Get the Proverbs 19 verse 7. Charlie, make money. Make money. Make money. Proverbs 19 verse 7. Go and make money. People will love you. Just that at that moment, it's difficult for you to get genuine love. But brother Charlie, at least there are people there. Out of them, you can select the genuine ones and let others be there as fans. Tell me Proverbs 19 verse 7. We read that scripture during the vigil on Friday.
Look at this. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? <laughs> he pursued them with word, yet they are wanting to him. NIV says, The poor are shunned by all relatives. Even your relatives are avoiding you. And you want strangers to love you. How much more do their friends avoid them? Though the poor pursue them with pleading, they are nowhere to be found. Charlie, make money. This thing you are pursuing people. You are looking for who to help you. You are looking for who to assist you. Charlie, forget it. Make money. Build your business. Get your promotion. Make money. Build your house. Make money. Make money. Make money. Make money. Make money. Stop all this, uh, this thing and this thing and this thing. Yes, when there's money in your account, you just, you are, there's this kind of joy. You don't really have appetite to eat, to gluttony when there's money in your account. You just, even without you rubbing cream, prosperity bleach you on its own. You'll be bleaching without you rubbing cream. AC from work, AC in your car, AC in your house, go and come. There's no stress. You are not worried. Poverty will make the vein on your head look like high-tension wire. All the vein on your, on your forehead and on your side head, because of thinking, it just looks like high-tension wire. All the vein on your skin, all, all the vein on your skin look like what 2mm, two, two mm, they used to wire house. Make money, I'm telling you, listen, if you think what I'm saying is materialism, no problem. Stay. But let me say this to you. In heaven, money does not matter. But remember, you are not in heaven. You are in Ghana. You are in Nigeria. You are in the UK and US. In heaven, how come everything is about money, money? Forget it. Forget why everything. Just make the money first. If you don't know what to do with it, just make the money first. Help the poor. There is this joy in helping the poor. Support the gospel. There is this joy in supporting the gospel. Make money. Make money. Make money. Make money. One of the risks of being broke and being poor is that, listen, eh? you see in this act, you see in this act, in this act, only, the only relevance you have on earth is result. The only relevance you have on earth is not your prayer life. Your prayer life is between you and God. It's an eternal relevance. It's not your fasting. It's not your... No, it is results. Your prayer, what result is it producing? Your fasting, what result is it producing? Whatever you are doing, what is the result? Poverty is an orphan. Prosperity have many brethren. So, if you have to enroll in a financial class to help yourself, please enroll. If you have to um, get a, a business to add to your job, please do. If you have, whatever that it is you have to do, as long as you live on earth, till the day you go to meet Jesus, please, I beg you, do it. Don't die broke. Don't live broke. 2024. I was telling my uh, those admins around next year. I want to dedicate a lot of cars next year, a lot of cars and houses next year. Cars, houses, 
weddings, a lot of it next year. So when you see me doing a lot of talking and teaching and all of that, hey, I want to do a lot of it next year. These things are not mysterious. They are not strange. You can have them. You can have them. You can have them. It's not for one. Everybody can have them, including you. I pray the Lord will give you yours. God begin to give you results. God will begin to give you results. Receive your car. Receive your house. Receive your land document. Receive it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. One of the... Listen. Nobody loves you when you have nothing to offer. Did you hear what I said? Nobody, nobody loves you when you have nothing to offer. Anybody who has something to offer... Everybody loves you. Don't blame them. It's from the Bible. Get me Matthew 13, verse 12. You know, most of you don't read the Bible. So you make statements like, ah, how come um, this family, nobody care about you? Oh, because you don't have, because you don't this. I don't, I don't like that also. I don't do that. But listen, nobody loves you when you have nothing to offer. Even you, you, you listening to me now. When you used to go for holiday, or maybe you still go for holiday and vacation now, and you are looking for host, the auntie and the uncle's house to go to, do you ever go to your poor uncle's house? Do you ever go to your poor auntie's house? The auntie that when you go there, you are the one that will pay your transport going, you will feed yourself, you will buy them food. When you are coming back, they can't even tell you, take 500 Ghana. You are the one that will pay. So why do you think people should come to you? Tell me. So stop feeling bad and you are feeling bad because you don't have it. You are feeling bad because you don't have it. So why have it? Now let's read that scripture. The KJV said, For whoever has to him, more will be given. This is a Bible law. Anybody that has, more will be given. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. It's in your Bible. I'm not the one quoting it. If you are broke, you will lose more. That's what the Bible is saying. If you are poor, you will be poor more. But the one, so how come the rich keep getting richer, the poor keep getting poorer? Is a law. So why don't you leave the poor now to become the rich that will keep getting richer? Said you'll become the poor that keep getting poorer. Matthew 13 um, 12, NIV. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even that they have will be taken from them. Because in the first place, for you not to have means you are not serious. For you not to have means you will not be able to manage. Do you know? Listen, listen, everyone listen. Even if you are broke, don't appear broke. Can I repeat that? Even if you are broke, don't appear broke. People don't give to who doesn't have. People give to those that have. It's a sense of security for them. Even if I'm not expecting anything from you, at least I have hope that one day, if I'm in trouble, if I meet you, you will help me. 
So I will give to you. In as much as that is not the right thing to do or the right way to give, but you are living with human beings, you must keep this in your heart. People give with sense of security. A poor man will be dying. A poor man will be dying. Nobody will even buy food. A rich man is doing birthday. A rich man is doing, uh, even in the child's birthday, somebody is bringing car. Somebody's bringing car. This somebody who has any kind of car you can think of. Somebody's bringing car to say happy birthday. And somebody else is somewhere who just needs a thousand Ghana City to survive. No, but never dress like what you are going through. Never look like what you are going through. I beg you. 2024, let it be a new habit for you. Don't appear casual. Don't appear. There are Places you must not enter with slippers. Put on your shoes. If your shoe look like a boot, please change it. There are shoes that look like keno, particularly the ladies. There's this um, office shoe, office flat shoe. Some of them look like boot. Change it. Dress smart. Wear nice clothes. Look for what fits you. Look for what fits you. There's this trouser, official trouser. That um, looks like police, police, um, I think the police women wears it more. But I've realized that some people have now made that kind of trouser for fashion. You now wear it, you look like a boy. You look like a boy that has, that has a breast and small bum bum. I press stop that tip. Look for what fits you. Look good. Look good. There's something called the law of attraction. There is something called the law of attraction. The law of attraction states that people only get attracted to what they see. People get attracted to what they see. Find what works for you. You wear gown. We don't even know whether you are wearing gown or the gown is wearing you. We can't even differentiate the two. The kind of weave-on you wear, whether it, whether it is sponge, whether it is... Um, uh, what do they call it? Iron sponge, whether it's a rubber sponge, whether it's woolly sponge. We don't know exactly what you are wearing on your hair. We don't know. We don't know. Come on. Some of you are stingy to buy good clothes. Some of you are stingy of taking care of yourself. Stop that thing. Stop that thing. I'm not saying throw all your money away, go and do luxury and that. No, just look good, look smart. Look good. It won't cost you heaven and earth. You can have few clothes. Manage them well. Look good. People don't give to people they know that they don't have. Number two thing you must give attention to, be careful who you tell your problem. Yeah, it's very important. Smell good. Smell good. Stop smelling suya suya. Suya suya. Hmm? You are going to work. You know you are going to work. You have dressed for work. You went to the kitchen to cook. Now you are leaving and you are smelling pepper, salt, onion, smoke. What is wrong with you? Huh? What is wrong with you? Listen, especially if you are single, huh? looking good should be part of your business. Especially if you are a single person. 
trusting God to get married. Looking good should. You shouldn't joke with your looks at all. At all. Be very intentional about it. Don't be ashamed to put on makeup. Put it on. Wear it. Hey, today I saw some people I didn't even know they were the one. I was shocked. I, I was like, hey, I didn't wear makeup. And don't do makeup that make you look like Juju. Wear the nice one. Nana about does makeup. If you can't employ her to be doing you makeup often, enroll on a class. Tell her you want to learn makeup. Tell her you want to learn makeup. She will charge you money. It's not free. Here we don't do things for free. We charge money. Apart from prayer and prophecy that is free. Any other thing we do for you here, we charge you money. Any member of this platform, anything they do for you, pay them. Don't do, don't do free service. Pay her money. Let her organize class for you. Then show you what to do. You can't carry red, yellow, blue, purple. You don't look like rainbow in the name of makeup because you want to be stingy. My friend, go and pay money. Put on makeup. Put on nice clothes. Don't look like a shrine. Don't look like a shrine. People are not looking at you. They can't even explain what they are seeing. They are looking at you. They don't. They can't explain what they are seeing. They can't. They can't explain what they are seeing. They are looking at you, but they don't even know. Is it a man? Is it a woman? A grandmother? A grandfather? You see all those kind of. Uh, I saw one one day wearing a makeup. I don't know how the thing cracked. The makeup is like the thing is dried. It has cracked. It has lines. So the thing that look like a um, plastering of wall plastering that they did on the wall and um, I'm like what kind of what is this what is this you see all the crack on her face I thought it was she was injured though earthquake thank you I didn't know it was makeup well, like what they did POP that is falling away I was looking at the woman annoyed and irritated sure Charlie look good buy good perfume there are perfumes now that you can get for 50 CDs, 100 CDs. Stop being stingy. Buy. Buy, oh, buy. Buy. Buy nice perfumes. Buy roll on. Buy roll on. Buy roll on. Buy roll on. Your armpit. Shave it. Add roll on to it. Shave it. It's not bush. It's not garden. Why are you cultivating it? Shave, shave. Shave a stick is like uh, maybe one seed. I don't know. One seed, you have a fish paper. Right? One CD or 150. Shave it. Shave it. Get, if you're old, you, are, you, you know you were born with body odor. Take lime. Take lemon. Scrape it. You won't die. Rub there. Rub there. Use it to rub it. Use sponge. Wash it. Grandpa says, okay. Imagine grandpa sells nice perfume and body splash. Go and buy. Buy. Apply roll on. Spray perfume. Spread perfume in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Don't send people to their makeup before the time. Hmm? When you are about to stop rushing, just carry sponge. Wow, wow, pour water, you have run out. Take your time, rub use sponge and soap. Scrub your body. Scrub your body. Scrub your body. Scrub your body. Please, let's. Let's fix ourselves. Alright? That storm is going out of your life. That storm is going out of your life. 
that storm is going out of your life in the name of Jesus. That storm is going out of your life in the name of Jesus. That storm is going out of your life. So how do you go through the storm? Number one, lay aside every weight. Drop every heaviness and hurt. Number two, stay focused on God. Number three, surround yourself with the right people. Number four, get results. Get results. Get results. Don't, oh, no, don't, listen, when it comes to results, eh, don't be apologetic. Anything you have to do legally to make it, don't be ashamed. Don't be apologetic. Do it. Do it. I want to hear that this one just bought a house. I want to hear this one just bought a car. This one just got married. This one, as long as it is right, legal, and righteous, do it and get the result. Do it and get the result. Look at the woman that came to share her testimony today. I was excited. When I saw her at the prayer conference, I knew this woman things were some way. And I laid my hands on her and I said, go and get a testimony. Got an iPhone worth about 8,000 Ghana cities with two, over 2,000 Ghana cities cash gift because God is involved.